everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the nutrition season. I am so excited to have my guest on, Kat. We are going to dive into so many dope topics about nutrition itself. Today, we're really going to get into the tips and tricks of how to find the right food in your local area, as well as kind of how we've gone on our personal journeys with food and how we've overcome a lot of deep, tough things, as well as what we really found works for us for our bodies. So what's up, Kat? How are you doing? I'm doing so good, Lindsay. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm excited. This is probably like a really fun topic because as you know, during COVID, I was able to finish my um, diploma in nutrition. So I was so excited to kind of get into this topic because I think it's something that is very over talked about, but uneducated on, I guess you could call it. (laughs) Yeah, it's like it's like the general information is out there, but there's almost so much information that it's hard to sift through and find what what really matters. Yeah, absolutely. And the biggest thing that I think that I learned from my program is the fact that everyone's body is so different. And I think that's something that as much as there's social media posts and there's, you know, all these different information and and platforms out, I think it's really important that you find out what works for you and how it works with your body. So with that being said, you know, how has the journey been going? Because you've been on this earth for a great amount of years. <laughs> wow. And, you know, <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, I mean, it's, we're not, we're not getting any younger, but it's, I mean, it's a beautiful thing. I like the journey. So yeah, I would just like to say that I'm only like five months younger than you <laughs> or older than you. So let's just correct that on the, on I the official I transcript. Thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> I know you are we are we are young I have to say that we we are young (laughs) so it's all good but let's talk about your journey so when it came to food like what was it about food or what is it about food because like for the the listeners you love to cook yes what was it about food that really sparked your attention to really dive into it and, and try different things Ah, there's so much here honestly this could be a whole episode in itself but um to kind of give the bullet points. I am come from a really classically Italian family where we all got together on Sundays and ate dinner together. And a lot of my time spent with my grandparents was time spent making fresh pasta, making fresh bread. Um, a lot of our problems were resolved around food. So was, there's a lot of emotion that it lies uh, woven into my memories with food. Um, so kind of taking that, I was a really picky eater when I was younger, um, only wanted to eat, we called it cha-cha and potatoes, but it was, it was, (laughs) it was (laughs) basically chicken and potatoes and that was it. That was, and pasta, of course, because obviously, but, um, other than that, uh, that was what I ate. And, um, kind of, as I got older, I started seeing the negative, um, effects of having, you know, only fried chicken and, and potatoes all the time. And, um, that had a a lot of different effects on me emotionally as well. So it's been, it's been an interesting ride with food. I would say that food is my solace. Food is my, my medicine. Now that I've kind of taken the reins a little bit and started to understand what food can really do for me and my health. Um, food has been, uh, you know, a comfort and it's been, uh, you know, something that has hurt me quite a bit. And, and now we're, we're in a place where it's also kind of like my job, it's my business. So it's, it's very much woven into, into my life. Mm. And that's something that's so true. And I think you dove into so many 
really cool topics in that whole little blur. <laughs> like one huge thing that, you know, like I learned was about emotional eating, right? Mm-hmm. And that's something that so many people do in all different stages. If you're happy, you celebrate because you, you know, yeah, something good. If you lost weight, uh, you know, you hit treat. your mark, you go treat yourself. If, yeah. Um, you know, it's someone's birthday, whatever it is. Like a lot of people find that they need a reason to eat certain foods that they love. Yeah. And I think the thing or the mindset that people have to change is the fact that you can still eat the things you love, but in moderation mm-hmm. and maybe re-educate your mind as to it doesn't have to be a treat. It has to be a progressive change within the actual, I don't like to say the word diet. I, I would say lifestyle, lifestyle. <laughs> That's a good yeah. Um, yeah. Because it's, it's so true. Like I find that people are always on these diets and yes. as much as I appreciate some of them, um, they're very temporary. And, and literally yeah. most studies show that the people gain that weight back, if not more. So I can, I can attest to that personally. Thank you very much. <laughs> Several honestly, of these. Right. I think, honestly, I think most people have done some type of diet and if you oh my gosh. Like, just admit it, like, just do it. Good. I would say most people have done a dozen diets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If not. More. Yeah, man. It's crazy because I think about, um, the fact that like, because I'm not going to say I'm celiac because I don't like, there's been no diagnosis of that, but I have done blood work and I have gotten results that says like that, um, gluten protein, uh, is actually, or the creatine or the, what's it called? C-reactive protein is high in my body. Mm. And because that's high, they say it's associated with gluten, but it's not celiac. It's just maybe like an intolerance. Is that yeah That's a good word to say it it's so, on its way it's creeping its way there but hopefully I, not but hopefully not <laughs> I know but when I when I found out I did it everyone's like oh you're on that like gluten-free diet and I was like oh yeah no 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 <laughs> I, I wouldn't I, I personally would not choose to not have bagels like I love I would bagels. just like to say to the entire <laughs> audience the entire listening population here <laughs> that only one of us in this duo pronounces it bagels you're gonna do this you're gonna do this i mean you brought it on yourself you could have put out any other product but you said it so i feel no i feel honestly like someone else says it like that like i'm 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 sure somewhere in the universe (laughs) there is but not here it's a bag e-a-g and then L. Yeah. L. So sure. bag. Mm-hmm. L. Yeah. That's, it. That's, <laughs> that's the breakdown of the word. It's two syllables. <laughs> yeah. Just like milk. Just like milk. Oh my God. You know what? Anyways. Anyways. Back to boom. <laughs> Don't hate. Don't hate my wording. At least I can spell it. Okay. At least I can spell it. That's the I agree. Thing. But I would like to put out there um, if there's any comments, you know, please let us know who's right in this in this conversation. <laughs> I would like to be vindicated. Thank you. Our comments are going to say milk. (laughs) 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 Oh my God. But it's so, oh man. Lindsay, this sounds like it's it's, like, this has been a huge part of your food journey is finding this Mm. out. So Mm. like, I want to hear, like, I I kind of know a bit, but remind me, like, tell me about your food journey. Yeah, man. It was, I think my journey has been so up and down because 
I, like you, love food. Like, if there is an option for a sushi meal at literally breakfast, lunch, and dinner, it will happen. Like, mm-hmm. yes. Um, like, I yes. will fully confirm that option. But um, the biggest thing that I found is that I was always bloated and I was always yes. uncomfortable. And I would, you know, I, for a while, I actually thought it was red meat. And mm-hmm. I think you remember this is that I cut out red meat completely for like three years because mm-hmm. I, I never had like burgers. I never had any like the, like the stuff that I actually really enjoyed. I couldn't eat. And it was really frustrating because at the time um, I was still getting the bloating and I was still feeling uncomfortable and, and full for like two days. And that's mm-hmm. like not normal. So then luckily I um, was talking to a naturopath and they told me to do blood work and try and see if something else was reacting. And it ended up being the buns of the stupid burgers, not the actual <laughs> like burger itself. So, um, that was pretty entertaining. So that was a huge, and that was like my whole life. Like I was mm-hmm. constantly uncomfortable, but luckily in the last, I'd probably say two years, I was able to adapt a lot more to, you know, eating lettuce buns which for the record, I'm sure you know, because you love this as well, is the fact that like that crunch in the lettuce, like wrap, bun, whatever you want to call it, is such a good time. And I feel like it actually like, like I'm, I'm so different, but I, as you know, I'm a salt person. Like I, oh, me too. Like, so if I get like my chips going and I put like chips on my burger and then the lettuce, (gasps) it's done. Like oh my gosh okay yeah dude miss vicky's Pelican. okay it's happening it's just, gonna happen just... <laughs> after this we should totally make burgers yeah that's the only thing we're doing after this like let's be real here <laughs> oh God. but it's so see this is how i know we're foodies like we fully admit it like we go and this is so this is another part of the journey that we had is that together as well as separately we explored so many different foods like you put mm-hmm. me on boon burger Like that changed the game for me because I was always under this impression that like vegan food was very simplistic. And Mm -hmm. at the time when you first started, it was difficult because there wasn't a lot of options, but now like we can go to restaurants and ball out on vegan food if we really wanted to, um, or really experience that beyond meat at some of the locations like A&W, I think it is there. They're Beyond Meat Burger or whatever it's called. So good. Oh, good. I know. Gosh. It was very surprising. I was, I was, yeah, but it's good. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I thoroughly enjoyed it, but like, it's, it's for me, the journey has been an up or down roller coaster. I mm-hmm. have always been someone who sucks with portions. So, you know, I would work out so hard every single day and then I would eat the wrong portion or yeah. I would do the treats. Right. So I would say like, okay, like I'm down 15 pounds. Instead of going to treat myself to a t-shirt that should fit me, I go and buy like swirls or like munchies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, it's yogurt. It's fine. No, it's not. <laughs> okay. It's good to have treats. I think the quote unquote treat or like achievement treat is something that is, is definitely talked about. But I think what people should realize is that your goals should not be always based around food. And I yeah. am someone who is constantly going through that battle. I think when I'm sad, I eat food. When I'm happy, I buy food. If I, you know, if I'm bored, I definitely like bake something for someone else. I don't eat it, 
but it's still that concept of food. So trying to find those different ways of accepting or acknowledging that you always are having that outlet. I think it's actually kind of exciting when you can explore different things or, you know, when you have meals throughout your day, do those recipes or find those recipe books that will make you excited to have the specific meals that you need to have, which I now view as treats. So I go and go into my, my meal planning books and I buy like specifically that stuff and I get excited to make the meals for the week versus saying, oh, I should just you know, go get ice cream or I should go get, you know, a bag of chips or whatever it is. Instead, I actually just go right to the meal plan, which is Mm -hmm. just baby steps. You know what I mean? Exactly. I think baby steps is a good way to put it. Um, We have been on such similar journeys together where like through the ups and downs, for some reason, through the I don't know, over like almost a decade, over a decade that we've been friends, it's almost mirrored each other. And yeah. we could probably, we could tell some stories about our overeating together as a duo mm. Um, mm. that are pretty impressive. And I, I, I sometimes look at the photos that we like would take photos of our food downstairs in your basement. Yeah. Oh my God. We fill a table with our snacks. Yeah, We were, we were, we were wild, but I mean, like something interesting that I've learned about that as well is that, you know, we were using that for a reason like you had, like when we first met, you had experienced like a big move. Like you had a lot going on. You were missing a lot. Uh, I had my own personal journey. And I think that's something important is to say, you know, instead of looking back and being like, oh God, what did I do? Like, look at this, blah, blah. But just being like, thank you. Thank you to, you know, the, the, this is a choice that I had to make to soothe myself, to get me to my next step. And that that's okay, that that's, it's a, it was a, it was, it might not have been the healthiest physically, but it was a healthy choice for us to make so that we could, uh, so that we could continue on and, and, and get to the places where we are now. Yep, absolutely. And I think what's really cool is that, and you touched base on it, is that your surroundings, like your Mm -hmm. surroundings are everything. Like, and for people who always think that, you know, they're in a journey by themselves, I think that's something that needs to be completely flipped because you're not, whether it's, you know, your parents have contributed to your whole life of contributing to your food habits or Mm -hmm. your lifestyle habits or your sleeping habits. I think it's really important to also talk about the fact that when you have that support system, it's really crucial to understand who is in your circle and if they motivate you or are they more prone to kind of hit those vulnerability spots with you and, and know that, okay, well, I know that this person will go to sushi with me, or I know that, you know, like, they'll eat a whole thing of spinach dip with me. Like, I, <laughs> yes, you know, like, but the good thing is, is that we've also been on the flip side together, where we've been able to experience a week together, like living yes. together. And we were able to really try out, like, I, well, personally, you were, <laughs> you were vegan, so you didn't have to try, but I was able to try that that vegan experience and work out at the same time. <laughs> it's it's just crazy. So, you know, with being vegan and, and how many years have you been vegan now? Um, almost five. Five. So what have your energy levels been like since you switched? You know what? It was pretty drastic at the beginning. And, and we speak about this uh, personally and we've talked about it. But when I first went vegan in that week that you came to live with me, it was very strictly plant-based. Everything that I made you was very, very strictly plant-based and not raw vegan, but, um, 
like I, instead of mayonnaise, I used avocados and hummus and things like that. Um, now instead, sometimes I use Hellman's mayo. So at the beginning, when I really focused on the plants, it was an outstanding difference in every way, in every way, physically, I, I changed. And I think a lot of it had to do with the dairy as well. Like my body just really did not love me on dairy. Um, mm. But it is. Oh my yeah. And I think that's what's what you mean when you say like that week together, because that's why it was so different. It was right at the beginning. It was super, super healthy, like breakfast, lunch, dinner, um, you know, banana ice cream instead of going out and get. Yeah, exactly. So, so, good. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. so it was and it was that changed the game. right. It's shocking. It shocked me, too. <laughs> so you know that's when you're saying that like sometimes being vegan now I can find myself slipping back into those same patterns of like a little bit lethargic and things like that Mm. Uh, because I'm I'm not focusing on the plants I'm focusing on those alternatives that that are good and they're fun and but they need I'm not pairing them well instead of pairing them with you know mostly vegetables and mostly plants I'm pairing them with other alternatives Mm mm-hmm But I get that though. And I find that that really has an effect on my moods. Like if I, for example, if I were to go and get like breakfast, lunch, and dinner meat, heavy, heavy, greasy, nasty hangover food or whatever you want to call it, meat, that whole day I am so groggy and like tired Mm -hmm. and just like my brain fog is so real. And what's interesting is when I really switched to like trying to do like one meat a day. Mm-hmm. So like my lunch would be a massive salad of just like every color you could think of. And then, you know, do a natural like actual um, balsamic dressing and then dinner. Yeah, I'll probably have like a, um, a pork or a chicken or whatever. But what I've also tried to integrate is the tofu part. So I've made my salads and I've baked that tofu and then I put it in my salads. Uh, fun fact, tofu does not last four days in a salad. Oh, fun fact. It is so gross. Um, don't do it. I mean, <laughs> like, I, I've yeah. never experienced it, but I, I can kind of see it. I can see it. Oh, is it slimy? It, I, I'm not actually sure what the word would be for it, um, but it really. It's an experience really unto itself. Wow. Okay. It's like I was on my fifth client. No. And I was like, oh my God, I need a snack. Oh no. And I opened up my salad and I saw what I saw. Oh God. And everyone saw my oh, face. God. And I was just like, you know what? We're not doing tofu today. <laughs> it was, yeah, like thank God for clutch snack bars yeah. because I was like, this is terrible. You know, there's but limits. Oh my God. Yeah. The thought, you know what? The thought was it there. Was. Really was. But the biggest thing that I find is like, if I can work on my food, that changes my energy. Like if I, like, I don't know if you find it, but what I find is that like, there's certain times of the day that I eat and my energy is just through the roof. Like I am so energetic. Well, let me rephrase. I'm more energetic than I usually am. Yeah. And (laughs) (laughs) then my energy is just crazy. So if I can hit those peak times in my day, I'm good throughout the day, but if I were to go into certain times of the day and eat or continuously eat all day, which is like a whole nother topic of snacking, 
is you know I find that my my moods and stuff like change or my attitude changes or whatever because as Gemini's it's Gemini <laughs> season I will fully admit uh we have two heads and one is not a happy camper when it comes to food and one is the happy Lindsay so how is that with you like how do you find your moods like with food does that change for you or not it's so funny while you were talking I was laughing in my like I could I was gonna <laughs> laugh because I know that you hate this about me but <laughs> if I eat breakfast I can't function Oh I God. know it drives you mad, but I can't do it. It just like, I've learned from my body that if I eat breakfast, I feel nauseous. I feel sleepy again. Like if I wake up and I just drink water, like I'm ready to go. I'm good to go. Mm. But if I, I can't even drink coffee or tea. Like I don't do any of those things in the morning. I can't. See, I just can't. I, can't. I know. I know you can't. I've watched you. <laughs> I watched you look at me with daggers in the morning, <laughs> but I can't do it. I am true to myself. So <laughs> no, I, I can't, I can't hate though, because at least, and what I appreciate is that you found out what works for your body exactly. and, and that's you yes. and that's, that's totally fine. So I applaud you, but my eyes will still stay. That's fine. I can, I can appreciate that. <laughs> I can guarantee that. I've really gotten really good at dodging them. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have legs here sometimes, honestly. Oh man. So I I've learned for myself that when I eat, um, if I I start eating like naturally, when I do like, so I've gone through like we said a bunch of diets, but one thing that I've been you know looking into and and trying to practice is just like intuitive eating. Um, just mm. listening to your body, really listening to it and understanding it and saying, okay, when, when do I want to eat? So, um, you know, for lunch, I made a big lunch. It was a huge lunch and I ate at like one That was the time that I started eating today. And I know that sounds wild, mm. but I just wasn't hungry until then. And then I had a big lunch and then for dinner, I had some fruits, I had some nuts, I had some cereal and that's it. Like some like grains, granola. And that, that was uh, today. I've been energetic all day. I felt good. Ooh. I went on a three hour walk. Like I, I just killed it all day long. I was prime at work. So it's like, I, I find that condensing the time frame that I'm eating in just works well for me. No, that's really cool you say that because there is a lifestyle, because I don't want to call it a diet, but there is a lifestyle where it's very similar to like a carb loading and it's, you have a significant window. So it's like from 12 to mm -hmm. five or 11 to six. Um, and you, you have to eat within those time frames, and that's it. Yeah, it's kind um, of like intermittent fasting, but I don't want to call it that because I don't stick to the same time every day. So sometimes mm -hmm. I'll be like, you know what, I'm hungry at 11 and I'll start eating at 11. And that's just, and that's just what happens. But um, in, intuitively yeah. it is kind of in that intermittent fasting range that I feel comfortable. But that's where, that's where your body comes in and says, Hey, I'm hungry. Hey, I'm thirsty. Yeah. And like to get into the water topic, my oh, gosh, man. it's yeah. Well, I already know about you, but <laughs> it's, it's just one of those things where I think people think that if they have one to two glasses of water a day, that's normal. Yeah. But 
you have to think the second that you have a coffee, those two cups of water get subtracted so yeah. fast out of your body because it's a, I know everyone knows it has caffeine in it, but it's also like a dehydrator. Mm-hmm. So it literally takes all the life out of you. So if you're someone who doesn't put lotion on their skin oh. after a hot oh. shower, if, if you don't, you know, moisturize your face at nighttime or put even like a vitamin C. Um, you're scaring you know, me right not, now. You know how like, I feel you know, about these things. I know. <laughs> I can see you sweating. <laughs> um, you know, just like taking care of yourself. And then on top of that, you know, throwing so much caffeine in your body every day, all day and not purifying your body at the same time. Oh my gosh. Like, and then this is the thing. So as a massage therapist, I get people who come in and their skin is super, super dry, like sandpaper dry. And then they're like, well, I don't know why I get Charlie horses. Where do I even begin? Yeah, I know. (laughs) Where would you like me to start in a very nice way? So it's just, you know, you know what I'm saying? You know those videos where you can see that something's like happening and that like needs to be done. And then somebody just makes a response video and it's just them not even looking at the camera, but like knowing what you need to get this resolved. Just be like, you just like, don't even look at them. Just pick up a moisturizer bottle and just like shove it in their face and be like, <clears throat> my God, like just here's here, a list. Here you go. <laughs> I'll see you hopefully next week with some change. Like, I know it's like, I, I think the thing that I most commonly hear from even like a nutritionist point of view is that I don't have enough time. Yeah, I don't have enough time to plan. I don't have enough um, money to eat yes. healthy, you know, like, so tell me because I mean, vegan and plant-based stuff is probably the most expensive stuff you can buy. So what's your tips and tricks? Like, how do you find like the key places in your area to buy food? Okay. From? So I'm going to start off by saying that's actually a myth. That's a, it's a total myth that vegan plant-based stuff is more expensive. Like if you buy a ton of alternatives, like if you're buying Beyond Meat Burgers, like four packs of those to get you through a week, like if you're buying those things, yes. Okay. It's going to end up being more expensive, but buying vegetables instead of buying meat is not more expensive. No, for sure. But when you buy like all like, okay, I've been down the organic aisle yeah. Let me tell you, when it says like peanut butter for like $14, there's no justification in my mind to say, yeah, this, I mean, that's a pretty average price or like jellies. Yeah. Like I love me some jams and like, unless my clients make them, which I'm very grateful mm-hmm. for, um, some of the natural jams, like those are like, there's just certain, like, I agree. I, I, veggies, you can definitely get some good yeah. deals, but there's some organic stuff. But <laughs> I'm going to cut you off because I don't buy that stuff. You don't have to buy that oh. stuff. You don't have to like go full organic farmer's market kind of deal in order to be vegan. Like there's no, there's no card that you have to carry that says you buy three organic items a week in order <laughs> to be a vegan, right? Like, so no like I just buy regular peanut butter like you just check the you just check the um ingredients but there's a surprising amount of things that you eat every day that are already vegan um Oreos are vegan yeah man oh that changed the game I was so excited when that that was like 
Yeah. I'll show you a list. If anybody's out there, Google a list of surprising vegan items and you will in fact be surprised. And, and they're all over the place, like peanut butters, jams, like I can find easy alternatives that are the same price as you would pay because they're the same items that you use. So for, for that, but a a couple of other things that, um, you know, because it is very real that we do live in a, in a, in a space where food insecurity is more prevalent than, than we understand, or that we've been really uh, taught and to see. So some interesting things like, you know, there's always the area of the supermarket where they're selling vegetables that are a hundred percent good. They're just maybe closer to their date and, and you can pick those up that are a little bit cheaper. Um, Another thing is if you live in an area with a community garden, um, you can always take a stroll through the community garden and usually it's it's a hobby it's an activity for a lot of people and they can't eat all of the food that they're producing so you know make a friend chat them up I know plenty of people who get really great and organic veggies um, just by walking a few blocks and and like for instance in Toronto there's several community gardens and um, you know we're trying to advocate for more and more of those so that we can feed our communities by our communities. Um, so things like that are really interesting. And, um, you know, there are also really good nonprofits who um, really want to get fresh food to people. Um, so there's, there's things like Toronto Food Share. Uh, if you look them up, they have a grocery store where they sell at a very low cost because they're just selling to get to people, not to really make a profit. Um, and they have like little stores that are that are popped up. Um, so, you know, really doing some research, you, there's there are options. There are plenty of options that you can that you can find really good, healthy, uh, substantial food from. Hmm. And honestly, when you said the, like the, the sale section of grocery stores that if you are ever looking for me, like, or if yes. you ever want to meet, um, you will find me there every yep. time because I love my immune boosting or my antioxidant smoothies. And if you go in that section, there's always like 50% off berries, like mm. so mm. many different berries, like blackberries, blueberries, zucchinis, peppers. There's always something there. And I got super excited because like, as you know, I'm not a huge advocate for Walmart. I just mm-hmm. don't go there um but we had to go there for whatever reason anyways so I being myself I went to the 50% off section and I got a massive like potato bag of bananas oh, that were wow. like perfect girl they were a dollar I have 22 bananas oh my god so much ice cream I was like I want to make zucchini bread I want to make frozen ice cream I oh my god yeah it it all came into I'm feeling jealousy though that is the feeling that I'm feeling at this moment is jealousy (laughs) trust me I don't even know what to do with myself like I'm like do I just cut them and put them in bags yes I don't know everyone's getting a banana loaf screw it (laughs) I will be looking for mine thank you yes I got you I got you well that's so true because honestly that's like my my favorite section is those because especially if someone's on um like right now I'm trying to save for a house I'm trying to save for a bunch of things in life and um I'm trying to save money and, and live on a budget and blah 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 so you know when I can get that stuff I put them in bags I throw them in the freezer and then luckily when I want to make my smoothies or if I want to whatever I want to have I want to have fruit 
just by itself, then at least I've prepared or prepped food. So then, you know, long-term, I don't have to buy it in the future or, you know, pay $5 for strawberries or whatever it is. So luckily there are so many options for sure. I am super ecstatic that the farmer's markets are now back open um, because they're outdoors now and that's like a lot more accessible and more comfortable for people. So I know in Barrie, we have a farmer's market downtown and it's flipping amazing. And there's about like 15 vendors who always go on Saturday mornings and we get like our honey there and what we get hot sauce. Um, oh my oh, God. Don't talk to me about right? hot sauce. Girl. It, no, I, no, I know. I'm not going to call it hot sauce for your behalf. It, no, you it's can't. A, um, a pepper. <laughs> okay. I'm going to call it a pepper okay. for you. Um, but it's so amazing. Like, do you guys have that in like in your area? Cause you're is Georgetown, everywhere. Georgetown have it or whereabouts? Yeah. You know what? Every, honestly, every area that I've been to, you can find a farmer's market mm-hmm. pretty close or something like a farmer's market. And, um, you know, I'm moving into Hamilton. They actually have one that's 365. Um, so it's, yeah, it's all year round. It's great. Um, super popular. There's one downtown Toronto, of course. Um, there's one in Milton and Milton is actually looking to build one 365 as no well. No way! Milton, Milton mm. was legendary when we lived there. It is that pretty legendary, was, yeah. That was the whole block. Like, that was, oh. Yes. They shut it down, but they do that in a lot of areas. And honestly, I had no idea until you really start to look at it. And the other great thing about it is that we're, you know, supporting small businesses, right? Which is so vital right yeah. now. It's extremely vital right now. So, you know, hop up, support them, show up, Google, because I, I can guarantee that there's one closer than you probably would have mm-hmm. thought. And the biggest thing with supporting local, like, oh my God, we have so many flags now in Barrie that says like, support local, love, local. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> but honestly, like a lot of people from what I gather in our, in my conversations anyways, is that they say, oh, sometimes the locals are too expensive. And I'm like, you have to understand that their rent alone for their building is probably more rent that or more expensive than your rent at home. So think about they have to afford their own rent plus a business rent and then buy all the actual products and pay for their employees. Like I honestly applaud anyone who's an entrepreneur at this time of their life because it's so tough and it's so financially tough right now. So I don't blame them for charging the rates that they do, but it's also realistic. It's homemade. You, you get to physically meet the people who make it. And I think that's, the part that I value the most when I go to the farmer's markets or, you know, we walk down Dunlop and we go to all the local stores is that you have such a a deeper connection with the people because you actually have a conversation with people who physically pick those flowers or made those hand soaps. Or, you know, I, for Mother's Day, I ordered so much stuff, like just handmade stuff around the local area. Like, why not? Yeah. Pay an extra Exactly. You you know, make some, like give someone food on their plate. (laughs) Yeah, no, totally. And I think that like, we've kind of spoken about this a few times, like feasibility wise, if it's if it is a few extra dollars that are not feasible for you, then, you know, for sure. But I think that enough of like, we, we can talk to the people who are who can make that decision and feel comfortable making that decision, um, then yeah, like totally do it. Like, I agree with you. Like, if it's a few extra bucks, it's a few extra bucks. Well, yeah, 
Oh, 100%. Oh my gosh. We have so many more topics to get into, guys. I am so excited. It's a lot. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. But this is only the beginning. We have so many really cool things to talk to you guys about further. We're going to leave it at this now. Uh, please tune in to the next episode. So there's going to be a new episode every Tuesday for this season of nutrition. And I literally cannot wait to talk to you guys about it more. Thank you, Kat. Thanks, Lindsay. <laughs> Bye, guys. And thank you tuning in for Lattes with Lindsay.